Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. I was thinking as I sat down here tonight, what a tough four years this has been. It's really been horrendous. Every day something new with Donald Trump. Some weeks 50 to 60 things, especially this past year. It gets tiring after a while trying to keep up with the man. I'm smiling and laughing as I say this. But you know it's true. I know it's true. He's a tough act to keep up with. All this is going to change, I believe, after January 20th when Biden takes office. Oh, there'll be stresses and strains and Democrat and Republican battles. But Donald won't be there. Will Donald be on the outside chatting and trying to get his nose into everybody's business? Yes. But because he's no longer president of the United States, he won't get as much publicity on the Internet and the media, etc. He may get half of it. He may get less. But nowhere near what he is getting now. And I'll be glad to see that time come. Uh, I hope I'm not over-wishing for something that will not be, because I'm tired of this guy. Now, we have a pretty interesting evening. We're going to go to Washington, D.C., Wisconsin, Guatemala. Great story in Guatemala. Uh, Georgia, Key West, New York City, Detroit, and England. Uh, Let's start with breaking news tonight. I'm not one of those TV announcers, you know, I got breaking news. But it is breaking news. It went on TV at 7 o'clock, and it was the first time it hit the airways at all till 7 o'clock tonight. And here's the story. There is a federal case pending somewhere in the United States involving someone who tried to bribe someone to get a pardon. For someone, we got three someones in here. Someone who tried to bribe someone to get a, a pardon for someone. There, the some of the paperwork was in front of the TV announcer, but most of it was redacted, page after page, blanked out. But we were able, or you were able to ascertain from the comments and the brief lines that were able to be read that it was a federal case. Someone is trying to bribe the president. For a pardon. Now, the bribe may be going, I assume, because there was an attorney all the time involved in the judge's language, but not by name, that it's an attorney going on behalf of a client to bribe either Donald Trump, and I'm not saying he was there attempting to bribe him, or someone in the White House or someone close to him so a third party can get a pardon. All very interesting. Let's see what happens with that. Now, Thanksgiving, I'm not wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. We did that last week. But if you notice, the coronavirus numbers are rising dramatically. Uh, In the last month, fantastic. In the last week, unbelievable. And since Thanksgiving, going up, up and away. Now, you can't blame Thanksgiving alone for this, and I don't blame Thanksgiving at all. If it truly takes, you know, 10 to 14 days for the virus to hit you, uh, once you've been infected, it can't be Thanksgiving. But it does represent people going out too much, not social distancing, not wearing their masks. 
right? However, since people didn't pay any attention Thanksgiving, the nation was asked not to travel. They traveled. You saw the pictures on TV, uh, people in airports, traffic on the highways. They went and they had family visits. And we were asked, don't have more than a handful of people, so to speak, at the table. No big dinners this Thanksgiving. There were big family dinners, and I can't blame people. I mean, this has been horrible so far, and it's going to get worse, they say, in the next two months. Um, But the numbers are going up exponentially. I read somewhere the numbers aren't going to go up with a curve. They're going to go straight up when they shoot up. And everyone keeps saying it's in the know that we have in the next month is going to be the worst or in the next two months. Going to be crazy, going to be terrible, especially now the hospitals are filling up. They're running out of doctors and nurses. They're running out of beds again. This is like when it started. Think of New York City six months ago, seven months ago. Uh, Horrible. And that's where we're going back to now. And why? Uh, I'll tell you why I think these things happen. This is one of the reasons. we got a bug out there we have to have the vaccine for. I'm assuming we're going to have a vaccine soon by what we all hear. But the reason these, the numbers keep going up is because, and excuse, excuse me for what I'm going to say, I believe the American people, including me on occasion, we are selfish. The American people are selfish. They don't want to give anything up. They don't want anything to inconvenience them. You mean I should be able to go to religious services where there's 200 people, 300 people packed in a church? Uh, You follow me? Or I should be able to go to a bar, stand shoulder to shoulder, no face mask and drink, and have a good time with my friends? Horrible. I shouldn't have to wear a mask. It's my right to do what I want. This is a free country. And things like that. And that's why we're in trouble. We'd still have the bug, but it wouldn't be nowhere as bad as it is now. Which now brings me to, I'm going to talk about evictions. People don't have enough money. Unemployment is crazy. I mean, it's fantastic the number of people that are out of work. And I'm just out of sight. And the number of people that are being evicted, those who pay rent and can't pay their rent, and the people that were being foreclosed upon by the banks, of course, uh, and had to stop for a while. See, first we came out with that big stimulus package, And the government recognized people were still living in their homes, so they couldn't pay the rent or the mortgage, and they needed some extra money. And that stimulus package gave it to them, $2,000 apiece. Most people are unemployed. Most are more are unemployed today, $600 a week unemployment. And it helped. It was a struggle. But then the money ended. And we were then we came up with a little, little stimulus package. And then we were supposed to come up with a big one again. And the Democrats in late September or early October put out this fantastic package, $3 trillion. And McConnell and the president didn't want to know anything about it. Uh, never came to the Senate floor, never got on the president's desk. But we were all told McConnell didn't like it. The president doesn't like it. And that was it. Nobody cares that the people who are, except the Democrats 
who are not eating, who don't have a roof over their heads, and so forth. Now, fortunately, the federal and state governments passed uh, various laws preventing, preventing landlords and banks from foreclosing or evicting. However, these rules are soon to go away very, very shortly. And then people are going to be evicted again. And there are going to be more gigantic bank failure, bank foreclosures, rather. Now, this has an impact, I discovered in my readings this week, on the coronavirus numbers. Yes. A report came out this week saying that there were because of evictions and foreclosures, people who don't have any place to live are on the street or in a tent living off, off of some sort of social welfare program uh, or living in their cars. And their kids are going to school out of those cars. They sleep in the cars every night and so forth. Uh, and uh, that the number of people that have come down with coronavirus because of this is 433,700 cases. 433,700 cases. I don't know how they obtain these figures, but these are the figures that we get. And out of that number of 433-some-odd thousand, 10,000 people died. That's what's going on. Now, Trump, up to today, brought 39 lawsuits, and they were lawsuits to have the election ballots declared improper, that there was fraud, et cetera, et cetera. As you know and I know, his record is 1-38. He won one minor lawsuit, lost 38. He's doing terrific. I want to tell you something. If his lawyers were practicing law for money, they they would never they couldn't survive financially. Because I even wonder if they're going to get paid. Trump pays no one, not even his lawyers. He's paying this money out of funds he's getting from the public that don't know they're doing this, or most don't know where that money's going. That's one of the places. Anyhow, um, it brings me to this lawsuit. Trump initiated another lawsuit today, number 40, in Wisconsin, in Wisconsin, okay, in state Supreme Court, uh, Governor Evers had uh, certified the election results, which means now they've got their electoral electoral college set up, the people are going to vote, and on December 14th, he's approved the people are going to go and vote for Biden. Biden won the state. Well, Trump's lawsuit is to nullify and withdraw Governor Evers' certification of the election. Lawsuit number 40. I'm assuming, and I can't believe otherwise, that this lawsuit's going to fail just like the other 38 did. Why doesn't he stop? You know, we're hearing rumblings the last few days that he's starting to accept, starting to accept that Biden won. Yet we also hear from people who have access to the White House that he's running around the Oval Office and every now and then he's saying, I won, I won, I won. He's demented, my friends. But that's what's happening, another lawsuit. Which now brings me to, where are we going now? Oh, my God. We're going to talk about, 
Giuliani. Rudolph Giuliani. Every time I talk about this man, I have to share with you. A great lawyer 30 years ago. I can talk like this. I'm a lawyer. He was a great lawyer 30 years ago. No question about it. Even after he left being mayor, he was one of the he became like an international advisor, attorney, representing big people. Had to make a ton of money. But today he's a non-entity. He's gone. I think his mind's gone. He's worse than Trump mentally. Well, it was reported today in the New York Times that last week Giuliani and Trump sat down for a talk where Giuliani asked Trump to pardon him. Now, Giuliani hasn't been charged with any crimes. However, I don't know if you're aware that you don't have to be charged with a crime to say, I need a pardon. You can be have the possibility that you're going to get charged with a crime and be pardoned. Remember back, Richard Nixon, they never charged him with anything. Before he got indicted, etc., Ford... Ford, pardon him. Well, Giuliani's saying, in effect, before anything happens, because I guess there's concern about how he handled that Ukraine deal and some other things and some of these lawsuits. You know, let me tell you something about these federal lawsuits, because I, half my practice was in federal court. When you bring a federal lawsuit, you serve a complaint, a summons and complaint. And you sign that complaint at the end to a statement that in effect says, or just your signature permits, I haven't practiced in 15 years, so I can't remember which way it went. You either signed it, and it meant what I'm going to tell you now, or you signed a statement which said that that the statements contained the facts and the law were accurate to the best of your knowledge. Well, we know these are all bullshit allegations. Otherwise, Giuliani and his team would not have lost 38 cases, okay? Uh, so he can have a trouble, a problem there. It's perjury. <laughs> There's perjury big time. Uh, and he may have other problems. We don't know. But he asked for a pardon. The New York Times said they had verified this through two sources. Okay. That's it about, we're going to get back to Rudy, I think, before we're done tonight, too. Uh, too mad how the man has gone down. Uh, I want to talk about Guatemala. This is a very interesting situation. Guatemala is a third world country. We all know this down in Central America. Uh, these are poor people, basically. But they have a government, you know, and they have a White House in effect. I'm calling it a White House. They have a a building where their Congress sits and so forth. But it's a third world country, so their leaders are hacks. They're two-bit politicians. They're thieves. Uh, They're they're political for their own well-being. And at some time, people get upset, and they protest in the streets. Look what's happened in our country. Think of the demonstrations this past year. How many people, you never saw so many people protesting in the streets. And think of, you got one group on one side and across the street the other side. You got the police in the middle. You've got National Guard. You've got these radical military groups that are going to save our country. You got neo-Nazis. You got supremacists. 
I mean, and they 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 do bad things besides hitting each other, killing each other sometimes, not very much with the killing, and they carry guns a lot of them, but they do a lot of property damage, and they set fires, they destroy buildings. Remember in Portland, they wanted to tear down a police station <laughs> in Portland, <laughs> okay, when they were there. So these things happen, and it can go to an extreme. An extreme is killing people. An extreme would be an all-out war. We came close to this stuff in Washington. People in the streets fighting for their rights, and Trump's people, Trump defecating on them uh, by the measures he took to suppress them. Okay, now we're in Guatemala. And big protest. And the people are upset. They're in the streets because Congress had just cut education and health benefits, which apparently are a big thing down there, education and health benefits. And they cut these benefits at the same time, okay, that they gave themselves a raise. <laughs> Never fails, does it? Well, they got so upset. They set the congressional building, big, storm, beautiful building, on fire. They got inside, and you could see the flames shooting up. And one of the protesters, one of the protesters, that someone took a picture of him. It was all over the Internet uh, last week. And he's standing there in front of the building, the burning building behind him, and he's got both of his arms up in the air, and he's got the finger on each hand up in the air, and he's saying, screw you. He's giving the finger, obviously, to his government. He's happy with the fire. And you want to know something? People could burn our Congress down. I don't think they'll go that far. I th or they could burn our Supreme Court down with the decisions that are going to start coming down now. Or I think if we're going to build a, burn a federal building, it might very well be the White House. Why do you think? Trump put the, the cement walls up, the concrete walls, the metal pole walls, because he, wanted, he was afraid they were going to come in and bother him, number one. That's his home. And number two, they might do destruction to the White House. I mean, I could visualize when things were getting bad about a month ago. Uh, they're just breaking through these barriers, the protesters, and running up to the White House, storming through the doors, like in a third world country and going into the Oval Office and taking Trump out of it. That's how close we came, in my opinion, and it can still happen here. That's all I'm saying. It could happen here. It happened in a third world country. It could happen here. Now, let me talk about the stimulus. People need money. Oh, we got thousands of people, might be in the millions, unemployed, haven't worked in months. They have families to feed. Forget everything else. Put food on the table. They can't do it anymore. You know, when we used to see these food lines in past years, it would be people standing in line. They looked like they were poor to get a meal or get a week's worth of groceries. All right? Now, these people drive up. You've seen it. They drive up in nice cars. Most of them knew. And you say, my God, these people can't afford to buy groceries. Look at the car. Well, they probably bought the car when they were working. We know 
people are hand-to-mouth in this country. Most people live week-to-week on their paycheck. There's nothing extra. Cars are a necessity of life. And they had bought their cars, and they're driving and hopefully making their payments. But when they go to pick... Excuse me. When they go to pick up their groceries, they're in these new cars, and they need groceries. But six months ago, they didn't need groceries. Isn't it amazing? And you can tell by their cars the standard of living they had six months ago. So we have those problems going on. And it helped when the first stimulus package came out. Uh, Remember, $600 a week for those unemployed, my God, on, on top of the unemployment or for those when the unemployment ran out, and that $2,000 check, that stimulus check to everyone in effect, just to help them out, went a long way. It helped Main Street. It kept the stores going. People could buy their own food, pay the rent. You follow me? Pay the mortgage. Only for a month or two. It didn't last long. So we recognized, the government recognized we needed another stimulus package, and they came out with a little one. But we really need a big one. Things have gotten terrible. Things have gotten worse. Coronavirus is, you know, more and more businesses are closing down. Stores are closing down. People aren't working. they got to have money. I'll tell you something. If they don't get taken care of, and this is a situation where government has to come in and play, they must help the people with money. That's the only way we're going to get through this. Just like they helped the banks in 2008, and they're still helping the banks today. If the government can help the banks get out of debt, if several years ago the government could help General Motors get out of debt, they can help the citizens of this country, the ordinary people, that 95% of the population, not even to get out of debt, just to help them survive. And we're not doing it, so we need this new new package. And late September, early October, the Democrats came out with the package. You have to understand, Democrats control the House of Representatives. Money begins under our, our, our situation of laws, our Constitution, with the House of Representatives. That's where the money bills start, start up. And they, they had passed a $3 trillion. That's big dollars. Needed the money. Uh, and it was good. And it was going to give everybody something like they had in the first one with more money because the first one wasn't enough, which I think was $2 trillion or something. We needed it. Everyone knew we needed it. Never got it. What's his name? Uh, the head of majority, I've got a mental block, the majority leader of the Senate. Uh, he refused to bring it to the floor. The president said he wasn't interested in it, too much money. They never got the vote on it, the Senate. And the Senate never sat down till about two weeks ago with the Democrats to try to work it out. You know, this is what they do. When it goes to the Senate, then they sit down, they negotiate to come in with a lower figure. That's how governments run it's negotiation. Nothing wrong with that. Well, there are a handful of United States senators who know were suffering. Nine, in fact. Five Democrats, four Republicans. They have been sitting the last three or four days. It's a bipartisan committee, unofficial, to work out a package, a stimulus package, that would be acceptable to the Democrats and the Republicans, and the president would sign. 
So what did they announce this afternoon? And the number they came up with is a disgrace. The Democrats had to go way down. The Republicans came up with diddly dip next to nothing. $908 billion. You can't do anything with $908 billion today. But the attitude is it's better than nothing. We haven't heard from the Senate leader yet. The president thinks he doesn't like it. And this is nothing. You know, all those people under unemployment, they want, the Democrats wanted to give them $600 again a week. Under this bill, $300 a week, only for four months. And you know they're not going to be back to work in four months. That $2,000 stimulus, forget about it. Not even mentioned in this bill. I don't know if anything's going to happen. And it's a joke if we do get it because it's not enough. But it's a helping hand to those who are desperate. So let's give it to them. And the Republicans, i got to say, Trump should be ashamed that they're not doing better for the American people. Their people. Now, we come to Bill Barr. Bill Barr, boy, let me tell you something. Great attorney general. I'm being facetious. I, I, I'm joking, of course. He has done everything that Trump wanted. Something so bad, I thought, huh, maybe can he get this bar for doing this? He's doing things lawyers can't do. And he's misreading things. He's lying to the public like his boss, Trump. Well, we haven't heard from Barr in the last couple of weeks. And if you notice, the rats are jumping the ship. There's a sinking ship there in Trump, and the rats are jumping the ship. Many Republicans are now making noise, sounding like Trump didn't do right. Trump isn't president. He didn't win the election. Well, everyone's going to have to pay. Everyone's going to have to stand up in front of that. I won't call it a bar of justice because I don't know how many people are going to get arrested or indicted. Probably not many. But Barr made a statement today. He said, my Department of Justice investigation. He had an investigation, remember? Everyone's investigated the 40 lawsuits now about the election. He says, my Department of Justice investigation uncovered no widespread fraud that would change the election results. <laughs> I think he's trying to save his ass so he can say, look, fellas, don't accuse me of this and that. I did some good things, too. I did what I had to do. Uh, and he sounds, remember that fellow Christopher Krebs, K-R-E-B-S, he was a cyber, cyber security uh, guru. Uh, he came out and said it was a good election, it was an honest election. It's a bureaucrat. And what did Trump do? He fired him the next day. Well, Bill Barr would be fired tomorrow. I doubt it, but it's a question to be raised. Now, the, the Georgia, 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 we got the election January 5th. Two United Senators, United States Senators to be elected. Those two seats are very important. If the Democrats win both of them, they control the Senate. And I'll tell you this, Biden's going to do a good job, but he's going to try more than he's going to accomplish. Because in order for a president to be successful, he's got to, he ha, his party has to have both houses and the presidency. And he needs those two seats. Uh, if the Republicans win only one, they will control. Now, a lot of Republicans are saying in Georgia they're not going to vote. because, And you know why they're not going to go to the polls and vote? Because they say, look, we've been told by Donald 
and by other great Republican leaders that there's fraud in the elections, that this was a dishonest election. Why should I waste my time going to the polls if my vote isn't really going to count because they're going to do something fraudulent with it? Well, so now the Republicans in Georgia and across the country are getting nervous, especially the ones in Georgia, because they know the people don't come out to vote. The Republicans, the Democrats are going to control the Senate, the United States Senate. The lieutenant general of Georgia is a Republican, Jeff Dunson, Duncan, rather. And he said today, he said today, you got to vote, people. Everything has been straight. Uh, he rejected openly today Trump's claims, all his claims, that there was fraud in the election process. Okay? And he says, you got to go vote. If you don't vote, the Democrats are going to win, and they would if they don't vote. So I hope they don't show up. Well, that's the, that's the story for tonight. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, I can't wait until this, this is all over. I love politics, but it's getting to be a stress. Anyhow. That's the story. Glad you joined me. Join me again next week. Uh, remember, I do a blog every morning, keywestloo.com. Read it. Take you three or four minutes. If you like the show, read it. If you don't like the show, don't read it. Uh, and other than that, what have I got to say? Have a good week. Look forward to seeing you next week. <laughs>